Chapter Twenty Two of Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros. Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil, by the Viscount of Taunay, translated by James William Wells. Meyer departs. In the meanwhile, the arrival of the sick and infirm, who, from many leagues around, had come to consult Cyrano, had not ceased, and so many were the cases of intermittent fever for which he had had to prescribe, that for some time past his stock of quinine had been exhausted, and he had been obliged to substitute for it the employment of certain indigenous plants of the campos, and some dried herbs, which he had received from some Bolivian quacks, men whom he had encountered on his travels in Minas Gerais, who had journeyed from Santa Cruz de la Sierra with the view of treating the sick people of the interior of Brazil. Amongst the infirm, who daily arrived in quest of Cyrano, some complained of ailments which were completely unknown to him, such, for instance, as those designated the swallow sickness, the fallen spine, the halting sickness, the dog's cough, incurable wounds, etc. He who complained of the swallow sickness, mal was the owner of a fazenda called Vau, a good two hundred miles away. "'Senor doctor,' said the invalid, "'my life is one continual struggle with suffering. On St. John's Day I shall have had this complaint five years. For a long time I have been unable to swallow anything without first drinking a few drops of water.' and i become so wearied with everything that i am always restlessly moving from one place to another do you feel any pain inquired cyrano always replied the fazendero what troubles me most is that though famishing with hunger yet in the midst of food i cannot get any beyond my mouth it is a fast and punishment for my sins no sooner do i put anything no matter how small into my mouth than my throat feels as if there were a big ball running up and down it the medico absolutely failed in this as in many others to diagnose the complaint and prescribed some doses of the innocent sailor's herb herba de marinero and tendered some advice to which the infirm one most religiously listened the unhappy young man thus filled up his time in the curing, or the attempting to cure, all the sick and infirm who came to him from far and near. Yet he himself needed, as much as any of them, a cure for his sickness of mind. He sorrowfully witnessed the preparations of Meyer for departure, and on the eve of leaving him, Cyrano alone with Periera the latter at last had begun to see the delusion under which he had laboured and as the medical practice of his guest was all but exhausted he had already suggested to cyrano the advisability of removing himself to some other region and to continue his projected tour all this added to the increased fervour of his passion served to utterly destroy the young man's peace to emaciate his frame and consume him as with a slow fire 
Meyer, since the finding of the magnificent butterfly, had thought only of his departure. "'Oh!' said he, "'with that already I were in Magdeburg. But what a distance it is! What leagues away! Ah, Papilio Innocentia, thou art indeed my glory! What say you, Signor Cyrano?' It is true, but who knows, if the seigneur were to remain here a little longer, perhaps he might find yet another new butterfly. No, that is impossible. That would be too much happiness. Besides, my money will not last out. I can lend you some. Thank you very much, but to stop here any longer is altogether impossible. Do you see... I have yet to go on to Camapuan, to Miranda, to Quayaba, on thence return, and I have only a few months in which to do it all. The Entomological Society of Magdeburg count upon seeing me in the spring of the coming year. Once that this idea entered the mind of Meyer, he ceased not for an instant to talk of his departure, and in order to put into execution his intentions, on the afternoon of the following day he sent jose pinho to load up the mules a proceeding which he inspected with every care at this moment jose pinho judged it expedient to lodge a formal protest mochu said he is about to recommence his mode of travelling these roads at night i know it will only end in our tumbling down some precipice i the seigneur the mules the loads and the bichos and neither shall i arrive in rio de janeiro nor he in his country well i am already tired of warning him i have said my say and there's an end of it on the occasion of the departure the naturalist presented that same aspect which he showed on the day of his arrival there was the same array of flasks and other appendages attached to his cross-belt the same queer costume that same tranquil air and good-natured expression as when at midnight he sought the hospitality of Periera. this latter individual on seeing his guest mounted and ready to leave the homestead forever was filled with joy at the same time, with the admiration he felt for the German, he could not conquer a certain internal disturbance of feeling. In the depths of his conscience he commenced to doubt if his apprehensions had not been ill-founded, and for the moment he allowed himself to be carried away by the sympathy which the mild and naturally inoffensive character of the Saxon produced upon all who knew him. "'The hour has arrived!' declared Meyer, and clasping with a firm and honest grasp the hand of Periera. "'Senor Periera,' said he, "'adieu. Never more shall we meet again, yet I shall think of you all my life. When I am in my country, thousands and thousands of leagues away, my memory will recall the happy days I passed here.' "'Oh, Senor Meyer,' stammered Periera, yes indeed happy days continued meyer very slowly happy for they passed away without my perceiving the lapse of time this house your home will above all others in brazil be ever the most vivid and brightest spot in my recollections 
In order to emphasize the force of his convictions, the German struck his clenched fist in the open palm of the other hand, and then, turning to Cyrano, he added, "'Senor doctor, your prescriptions are all entered in my notebook. Sometimes you make mistakes, it is true, but as your intentions are always for the best, that will excuse them. I—' Interrupting what he was about to say, he paused a few seconds to wistfully gaze at Perriera and Cyrano, who were equally silent. A long tear trickled down his face, but without in the least disturbing his otherwise placid physiognomy. "'At you, my friends,' he suddenly uttered. "'A good journey to you, Senor Meyer, a good journey to you,' joyfully replied Perriera. "'At you, adieu,' repeated Meyer and then addressing his men yuke said he go on in front be gentle with the little mule we shall rest about half a league hence meyer then seized the reins and proceeded at a walking pace behind jose pinho who was armed with a stout staff evidently intended to be used on the quarters of the mule committed to his care "'There goes the bichot!' exclaimed Perriera, on seeing the tails of the little troop. "'Ah, what a relief it is, to be sure! Yet, after all, poor fellow, he was not a bad sort. But he had no manners, you know. Phew! All my life long! I shall never forget that mire. It was a campaign! Wah! Look, Senor Cyrano, is he not returning? Has he forgotten anything?' The German was indeed returning, and he seemed to be in search of, or about to say, something of importance. "'Well, what is it?' inquired Perriera, raising his voice. "'Have you left something behind? You must look sharp, for it will be dark soon.' As Meyer approached, he replied, "'I have left nothing, Senor Perriera, but I omitted to perform a duty.' "'What is that?' inquired the Miniero. I did not say good-bye to your daughter. Oh, don't trouble yourself about that, Perriera hastily replied. It is not at all necessary. Besides, she is now sleeping, and is not very well. She complained of a headache a short time ago. I will tell her what you say. Well, then, observed Meyer very gravely, tell her that wherever I may be, she will always find in me a willing servant, aunt a sincere friend, forever her name will be known to science, and by me will be remembered as long as I live, for the esteem I have for her is very great. She is really a most beautiful girl, and should rather be an ornament to European society than one of the neglected wild flowers of the campos, "'Certainly, certainly,' interrupted Perriera. "'Go, go without fear.' "'Yes, I will go. Adieu, my friends.' "'Go then at once, for look you, the sun is sinking behind yonder wood, and night soon will fall.' "'Yes, yes, adieu, adieu,' the German repeated, and finally went on his way. Along the far-extending sandy road, the shadow of the good Meyer, as he marched onwards behind his man, his pack-mule and collections, became longer and longer in the rays of the setting sun. End of chapter 22